to the Humanity Church Podcast, a place where meaningful conversations around living by faith, being known by love, and becoming a voice of hope are shared with the world every week. We hope that you enjoy this podcast and will join us live on Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, online or at the historic Fox Theater in beautiful downtown Pomona. We also host humanity groups that meet all throughout the city and online to continue the conversation and support you in your ongoing spiritual journey. Find one near you by visiting humanitychurch.com. If you would like to financially support this podcast or the ongoing work at Humanity Church, you can text any donation amount to 84321 or give directly from your phone. Now, here's this week's podcast. Dear 2022, you may not know this, but freedom is almost always connected to discipline. And so if you don't feel free in an area of your life, it could very well be that what you're actually lacking is discipline. See, human beings have this really, really unique ability to imagine a future and then go and create that future. If you've been around Humanity Church, you've heard this message time after time after time because I believe it is such a a core element to understanding who we are as as image bearers of God. We, We imagine careers and then we go out and we pursue them. We, we imagine families, we imagine communities, and then we go out and we use our energy to create them. We imagine financial futures, and then we begin working towards them. We imagine what our physical bodies could look like, and then we go out and eat in and out, right? And so we find ourselves imagining what tomorrow could be like, and then we have this unique ability to go create it. It's actually one of the things that separates us from almost every single other living being on the planet. No other animal on the planet wakes up thinking about a future worth having and then going to pursue it. They kind of have a routine that they go to. This is part of the thin slice of the DNA of the divine that lives inside of all of us is that we are creators. And what we as human beings create is futures. It's how we are made in God-likeness. And now here's the thing. Anyone can create, or anyone can imagine a future. That's the easy part. You actually do that uh, like you do breathing. It's a part of who you are. You're constantly imagining what what the future could be like, or or what your family could be like, or what your marriage could be like, or what your family could be like, or what your community could be like. That's the easy part. We just do it so naturally. In fact, when we stop imagining a future, our souls begin to decay, and we find ourselves in really dangerous places. And, And the difficult thing is not imagining the future. It's actually the hard work of beginning to create and build that future. Now, here's the thing that's also interesting. You're always creating a future with your decisions, always. That's also the easy part. that, That comes also like breathing because it's a part of who you are, your design. You can't get away from that. The question that we have to ask ourselves is are we giving our energy towards creating the future that we long for, that we were designed for, that we were actually made for in this life? Because here's the thing. The future that we know we were made for, that we were designed for, that we long to step into, will usually require an immense amount of discipline. It will require you training yourselves in new behaviors, in new thoughts, in new attitudes, in order to step into that space, to transform who you are today and stepping into that space. See, everyone loves a good rags to riches story, right? We love, the, we love the story of the, the, the guy who came from nothing and then became the 
the multimillionaire CEO. We, we love the story of the, the woman who came out of poverty and was like pulling herself up by her bootstraps and then found herself like ruling over nations. Those stories, uh, there's something about them that we are drawn to. And we love the, the riches part. And we're, we're kind of inspired by the rags part, but what we don't often see is the hard work that it takes, the discipline that it takes to actually move through that space. We, we assume when we see someone at the top of their game or living their best life now that it came easy or that it was handed to them or that there's nothing in the background that's going on that we don't see. All we get is the Instagram highlight reels and we assume that they just got it. See, here's part of what's not working in 2022 is that so many of us are trying to figure out how to have the future we long for without having to have the discipline required to create it. How do I get this tomorrow that I long for without having to discipline myself here and now? And, and here's the thing. We actually aren't required to discipline ourselves in almost any area of life today. Discipline is such an optional thing. Did you know that most Americans carry $7,000 in credit card debt that's just extemporaneous spending? It's not like emergency spending. It's just like I wanted a donut or I wanted to play Xbox or I wanted something else. And so I racked up $7,000 in credit because a lack of discipline. There is, there is no cultural expectation to live healthy lives. In fact, it's the opposite, like just eat what you want because that's what makes you happy. We, we are indulged rather than challenged when we say, it's just too hard for me. People just say, oh yeah, of course it is. Any sexual stewardship or discipline is seemed as sadistic. I'm so busy is immediately a pass for whatever we don't want to do. And anything that isn't fun or fulfilling is considered optional. Now, I don't say any of this to shame you, as Scott was talking about earlier. I say this because when we live in a world where discipline is optional and we find ourselves struggling, that natural outcome is that we become weak, is that we move ourselves to a place where, where we lack the strength needed to move forward. But more tragically than just being weak in this, we actually become enslaved that we move ourselves to enslavement. We are enslaved to a life that we say we don't really want. We are enslaved to relationships that we say are broken or not fulfilling. We are enslaved to our own mental and emotional inclinations. And we can't find a way out because we're not willing to discipline ourselves. Now, here's the thing. Hebrews chapter 12, Scott and I actually put from the same chapter without even talking to each other. So I'm just going to go a little further down in Hebrews chapter 12. And it says this, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees, make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. Look, here's the thing. No one loves discipline. I don't know a single human being that, that wakes up in the morning and is like, I love to discipline myself. I certainly don't. So I am not giving this message as an expert on this. I am giving this message as someone who makes more impulsive decisions than most people. All right? So I'm letting you know, I, I am not coming to you as the resident expert on discipline. I am coming to you as someone who is just speaking the truth this morning. <laughs> and here's the thing. I, I've recently recommitted myself to eating well and to exercising. And let me just tell you, nothing is fun about it. 
Nothing is enjoyable. There's not a, an ounce of it that I actually like. In fact, almost all of it completely sucks. And let me just show you, it is, a, it is like an emotional mind game at times, especially when you have little kids running around with like dino nuggets and candy that they brought home from mini kids, all kinds of stuff. Um, and, and then on top of that, I find myself angry for no reason. And I know it's because I didn't have the hamburger, but I'm just angry, right? And I find myself more times than not just saying, I'm done. I'm done with this. I don't like this. It's not enjoyable. But here's the thing. When I get my lab results back and I see that most things are in range, I'm like, that's awesome. When I step on the scale and I'm like, oh, there's 40 pounds gone. I'm like, that's awesome, right? I love, I love the results. It's the process that is awful. <laughs> and I love that, that the writer of Hebrews here agrees with me. He actually says, no one likes discipline. In fact, he says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time. When you're going through it, it's hard, and that's why it's called discipline in the middle of this. Now, here's the thing. Before we get all Tony Robbins up in here, I want to specifically talk about your spirituality this morning. Because if you lose 50 pounds, if you get the new career, if you get the Ferrari, awesome. I'm not really interested in that this morning. What I am interested in is having a conversation around how you discipline your character. See, because I think that a disciplined character actually transforms every other part of your life. When you're willing to discipline the essence of who you are at your core, it will transform the rest of your existence because I believe that it's from that place that everything else flows. Now, let me ask you this. How many of you this morning would say, I would love a more peaceful life? Just raise your hand. Online, you can raise your hand. Awesome, most of you. Some of you don't, that's okay. Feel free to stay chaotic. How many of you would say this morning, I would love a more righteous life? Now, I know that's not a word we use that often, but a life where you would say, hey, I am living in integrity. There isn't a lot to hide. I feel like I'm in right standing. How many of you would love to have that life? Peace and righteousness. You would say, those are at least on your top 20 list, right? Of things that life would be be wonderful if it looked like that. This verse connects a life filled with peace and righteousness to discipline, that those are connected with one another. And when we recognize that there is a direct correlation between our willingness to discipline our hearts, our minds, our spirits, and living a life that is filled with peace and living a life that is filled with righteousness, everything changes because it moves from, oh, I have to discipline my thoughts, my behaviors, and my attitudes to now I get to discipline my thoughts, my actions, and behaviors because there is this new future of peace and righteousness that is guaranteed at the other side of this, because it leads to the future that I long for with this. So every time I choose the discipline of forgiving someone over there, over getting back, I choose a future of peace and righteousness. Every time I choose the discipline, the hard discipline of choosing a kind word over a negative rebuttal, I choose a future of peace and I choose a future, future of righteousness. Every single time I decide that I am going to be generous with my life, I choose a path of peace and righteousness. Every time I listen to the voice of God over my own inclinations, I am choosing a life of peace and righteousness. It is a guarantee outcome when I discipline myself in those areas. And now, when I'm willing to engage a life that is filled with discipline, I now have mastery over my life. And my life no longer has mastery over me. See, because when you choose to live a disciplined life, what you are essentially saying is, I refuse to let anything control my future. 
I refuse, to, I refuse to let any emotion, I refuse to let any thought, I refuse to let any other person, I refuse to let any financial situation, any attitude, nothing will determine who I am and who I become. Because what I am committed to is a life of righteousness and peace. And I will choose that discipline over anything. And it will call you into very, very, very difficult places. 2022, do you ever look around and think, man, people are so lame? I mean, how many of you look around and just say, man, people seem really incapacitated right now? Ever look around and say, man, I'm so lame and I'm so incapacitated, right? I mean, how many times do you find yourself there? See, here's the actual thing. The, the scriptures say that when you are willing to engage a life of discipline, it says that it strengthens your weak arms and your feeble knees. And what it does is it says it makes level paths for your feet so that you may be healed. See, when you engage spiritually disciplined lives, you begin to level the paths out in front of you that you're stepping into. You look at the future and you're right, here's the path. It looks crazy. It looks too much. It looks too big. It looks too tenuous. It looks too tumultuous. It looks way too much for me over here. And as you begin to engage a life of discipline, that rocky road suddenly becomes smooth. That, that road that had an uphill climb suddenly now feels a little more easy to engage as I do it every single day. All the paths eventually become level because I'm willing to engage the future that I know I am called to. And here's the beautiful thing, is that discipline creates a certain type of certainty about the future. Because what it says is, no matter what comes my way, no matter what I engage in, no matter what I bring to the table, this future will happen. I refuse to allow my emotions to dictate my future. I refuse to allow these thoughts to dictate my future. I refuse to allow this attitude or these behaviors to dictate my future. The only thing that I am standing on right now is the word of God, his voice, and who he is calling me to be, and the future that he has for me, and this will be the future that I step into. Because I don't know about you, but I'm just not about that chaotic life anymore. I'm just not about that. I am not up for that anymore. I am about leveling paths and creating peace and righteousness. And I love that the scriptures address the lame and the incapacitated. <laughs> and he basically says, all of you, come here and allow yourself to be disciplined because this is the final word that he gives. He says, in the end, you will be healed. In the end, you will be healed because you were never meant to be defined as weak, lame, feeble, incapacitated. That was never your title that was given by God. You may have given yourself that title. Others may have, but it's certainly not the title that, that Jesus is interested in placing on you. You are called to a life of peace and righteousness, and you are called to a future that is exponentially more better than your future, and it starts with responding to a call to a disciplined life. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope that it was a meaningful experience and look forward to having you listen in next week for another conversation from the heart and soul of Humanity Church. You can find more information about our community at www.humanitychurch.com.